Hey, hey, super gluer, welcome back. I'm so glad that you're here. You are a fellow super gluer, and we are coming up on a break soon. Oh my gosh, I do hope that you have scheduled some time for yourself during this holiday season. Oh, it's getting busy as we're all gearing up for the holidays and all of the great things that are ahead. We know, though, for super gluers, it means that we're doing even more and carrying a heavy load to get ready for this precious time. So I hope that you will join me in drawing on our sources of strength for a moment. We're here to get real, share a morning prayer, and gear up for a kick-ass day. So today, we're going to talk about coping. Oh, my goodness. So one thing I have learned is that I am someone who can perseverate on thoughts, my thoughts when they are heavy, feel super heavy, and I can become obsessive over them at times. And so I've had to really work hard on some strategies to help me with coping, especially when my thoughts are creeping up and they're fear-based thoughts or they're thoughts about the future or thoughts that really cannot be managed uh, authentically in the given moment without a strategy, right? Like I'll spiral if I don't intervene and support myself or help myself. So a couple of tips I wanted to share with you today. One is to give yourself time to worry. Yep, that's right. I know. I know it sounds so strange, but I've had to do this for myself. When I am really obsessing about something or thinking about it a lot or wanting to control and plan, there are times that I will say, okay, fine, you get 10 minutes to sit down and worry and obsess, all right? And like, that looks like for me, literally setting a timer and writing all the crap down, writing the worry down, writing what I'm obsessing over, letting myself feel like I'm going to control it. Right now in my life, I feel so incredibly blessed with the work that I'm getting to do, but I will do this very weird thing, and I've talked about it with you guys on the podcast before where I'm like, Maybe it's just going to change and it's not going to all, you know, it, it's like I'm going to stop having work suddenly, you know. And so I will get on LinkedIn and I will start looking around for things. And I, literally, I don't have any time or desire to add any more to my schedule, but it's a form of control. And so when I do that, I'm like, aha, you are obsessively worrying about the future and there's no evidence, as we talked about yesterday, there's no evidence for this, but I'm going to let you do it. And you get to plan out the future. Like, what if my whole business comes crashing down and I, you know, uh, have to get on LinkedIn and find something else, right? So I just let myself do that when I have those moments. And the idea is that I get to do it for 10 minutes. And I know that for those 10 minutes, it kind of feels good honestly, to let myself just give myself permission. But anything beyond 10 minutes really does become super, super toxic. So a coping strategy to move me away is to simply think about a statement that helps me to respond to these automatic thoughts, right? So we've talked so much about our thoughts and how we have a first thought and second thought, and we automatically will think something and our automatic, automatic thought is not necessarily realistic or beneficial or even accurate. It's just like our fear thought. It's the thought that comes in and it's what we think of automatically, right? 
But when we cope, we learn to write a simple statement that responds to that automatic thought. So if my automatic thought is, I'm going to stop having business, you know, or like, I'm not going to have enough um, business to sustain our lifestyle or whatever this thought is, then I have to write a statement to combat that first thought, okay? And something that is really much more and more realistic. So um, some ones that I've tried when I'm, especially when you're in a funk and you kind of feel like you can't get yourself out of it. I love this. I love to say, it is really, really, really unlikely that, and whatever it is, okay? So I have to write sometimes. It is really, really, really unlikely that I will not have enough work to continue to run a successful consulting business. Um. And I've shared with you this week, you know, about some of my roots and when they come up or they creep up, right, in those fears. So I might write, it is really, really, really unlikely that clients are thinking I am not smart because I don't have all of the answers. And the idea of this is that maybe it doesn't feel super true at first because you have your automatic thoughts, you have your thoughts that are your like worry thoughts. But the more that you write these coping statements and you try them out. And again, you might need to adjust it because you may not want to talk to yourself in a statement that's like really, really, really unlikely. But I like that in the beginning because it almost plays back to the nonsense of the thought. Like if the thought is, you know, unnecessary worry or trying to control and it, there's no evidence in what you're feeling, or maybe there's slight evidence, but it's not enough evidence uh, to be a relevant thought, or you know that it's just so much about worrying about the future or whatever it may be, then we have to go back to it is really, really, really unlikely that. And by doing that, it helps us to start to move away from where we're stuck. So when you're rewriting those coping statements, stick with them for a little bit, you know, try it out, stick with it. Maybe you try it out for like a week or so uh, to combat that fear. And then over time, you can rewrite it to be a little bit more poetic or <laughs> articulate or whatever, you know, use different words if you want to. But I thought I would share that simple strategy with you. It is really, really, really unlikely that and fill in the blank there. Okay, super gluer. So uh, Romans eight twenty eight says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. This is my favorite. Oh my goodness. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. So here we go. Super glorious. If we are plugged into the Lord and something terrible happens to us, we can know that the Lord can turn it for good. So we don't really have anything to fear because he can always take whatever has gone on in our lives that we are fearing might happen and turn it for good, that all things can be for good. Even awful things, even our worst fears can be turned for good. And so it's the power of knowing that and understanding that they all work according to his purpose. I don't believe in my personal beliefs that God imposes any harm on us. I think harmful things happen because we're living a human experience. And as humans, we're going to go through ups and downs. We're going to have fears. And sometimes our fears come true. And we are challenged by that because it's it's just, 
almost proves that bad things can happen. And we know that. We know that is a part of the human experience. But for me personally, what I believe, I don't ever believe that that harm ever comes from God. He is never going to do anything but help us cope and help us to find love and help us to have purpose. So when harm comes, when uh, fears that we've worried about happen, we know that good things can come on the other side, that God will be there waiting for us. It's almost like being a parent and loving your child so much. You would never impose or wish harm on your child, right? You you wouldn't. I wouldn't. And we know that bad things may happen to our kids because it's called life. Our kids are going to have highs and lows. But then we are there on the other side if they want to plug into us, right? And sometimes our own children don't plug into us. And sometimes we, as children of God, don't plug into him. But if we do, and if they do, we will be there on the other side to lift them up. And so will he, right? So I hope that makes sense today. My challenge to you is to write your coping statements. Write it out. It is really, really, really unlikely that. (sighs) And take a deep breath, super glower. Let's get ready to pray. Hey, Father God, we love you so, so much. Thank you for always being on the other side. Give us the strength and wisdom to plug into you, to know you, to find you, to love you, to accept you, so that you will be there on the other side, helping us not only to face our fears, but helping us to face difficulties when they arise. Help us to know that we are never alone. So truly, there is nothing to fear because you will always be there to lift us up and help us cope. We ask you to continue to bless every super gluer who is listening. Lift us all up. Give us the strength to do good in this world. We ask this through Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, super gluer, get out there and have a kick-ass day. Bye.